Thank you very much for accepting my invitation and accepting to be on my show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm I'm happy to be here. So I've gone through a profile. I thought to tell about you and uh, the work that you are doing to my audience. I I can't hear you. No. What about now? Let me try that. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm Joe Abraham. Um, I'm a security technical leader um, for uh, consulting engineers at Cisco, um, and I also create uh, co uh, content on the side for uh, cybersecurity and at Pluralsight. You're from? Um, I'm from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. So I'm in the United States right now. Great. Uh, so you are a cybersecurity professional. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I work in the cybersecurity industry, um, and I work mostly on the network security side. But um, but yeah, uh, I, I I love the cyber field. There's so many ways you can go with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been working on uh, cybersecurity for quite some years now. So can you can you tell in detail about your job? Um, yes. Currently, uh, I uh, consult for Cisco. So. Uh, what we do is we go and help other organizations uh, install security products, optimize them, troubleshoot them, um, and just overall increase their security posture. Uh, we help them with designs and and um, you know specific use cases or business requirements um, that they're trying to uh, you know achieve uh, with with their um, products that they buy or their uh, projects that they're doing. So. So, what is your best experience? Um, right now, I'd say um, I'm evenly split between networking and security. Um, but uh, yes, uh, you know, security is is where my passion's at. So I, I I would say you know cybersecurity for sure. So you write the content in your website? Um, yes, yeah. So I, I'm a content creator. So I, I create video courses for Pluralsight. Um, they're a training company, and then I also uh, create uh, some content on the side uh, through my YouTube channel and blog as well. So uh, you are into Cisco from last uh, four years? Um, uh, five years now, actually. Yeah, so I, I hit my five my five year anniversary last year, so I've been there for about five years. Before that? Uh, before that, um, I was doing some contracting. I was a network design engineer uh, for a contracting company. In Colorado, and then uh, prior to that, I was actually in the army, so that's where I got my start in the IT field. Uh, what made you to come into cybersecurity? Um, I would say uh, to start with, I've always loved computers and um, you know how you know things work, right? Um, but previously, I was in the restaurant industry and uh, you know the logistical industry. And I had the opportunity to uh, transition over into IT and cybersecurity through the Army. So they, they um, allowed me to retrain um, and, you know, get on the job on, on the job experience with the new job. So that's kind of how I got started and that they needed people for IT. Um, and yeah, I was up for uh, my time to sign a new contract and I used that to um, to get training in a new job. So how you are able to manage both uh, uh, creating content and uh, doing your job? Uh, well, not very well. Uh, no. 
um, it, it's a struggle, honestly. It's 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 really tough to work a full time job and create content at the same time. Um, me, uh, you know, I I prioritize my tasks as best as I can, um, and that helps out a lot. So uh, you know, I have my dedicated time for my full time job, and then um, you know around that I have uh, you know an hour here or an hour or two there that I can uh, you know do my content creation for as well. So. Um, task prioritization and just making sure that I'm sticking to my scheduling. Um, you know, that that's that's what helps me succeed with that. So what is cybersecurity in IT? Uh, what was that? Can you repeat the question? Uh, what is cybersecurity and information technology? Oh, what what is it? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so cybersecurity is pretty much um, the entire process of securing our information or securing our data, um, securing ourselves, our products, our technologies, everything, right? Um, it's just creating a more secure world for or digital world, I guess you could say, right? Um, so that it, it's a huge pillar in the IT field. Um, it's and it's only growing. Um, so it. it not, nowadays, cybersecurity and security in general, just um, they reach into every single domain in the IT field. It's not, um, it, it has effect on everything, so. So uh, different uh, businesses have different uh, requirements. So how do you understand? Uh, oh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, biz different businesses and different organizations all have unique requirements. Um, and sometimes it's tough to translate those. Um, so, yeah, you, you just have to listen to the customers or to who you're interacting with. Just listen to what their problems are and see if you can, um, you know, translate that to, you know, a technical solution or something like that. Um, it's way easier said than done, though. Um, <laughs> so it, it's it's taken me years to even get used to, you know, doing that right. Um, but yeah, just listen to the customer, ask uh, questions, um, you know, about their asks, right? Um, so if somebody says they want to secure, you know, their email, you know, well, what email services are you using? What products, um, you know, are you using? Uh, what are your biggest problems that that you face, uh, you know, with your emails? Is it, you know, users clicking on malicious links or is it, um, you know, a malicious user might be intercepting your messages or something like that, right? Um, so just ask questions, ask lots of questions and take lots of notes, especially. <laughs> so what is the biggest uh, business uh, that you worked for and the smallest business that you worked for? Um, I've worked with um, large universities and hospitals before. Um, so, you know, th th those would be, you know, 100,000 or, you know, 200,000 endpoints, right? Um, and then the smallest one um, that I've worked with is maybe a couple hundred endpoints, so. So how you are, uh, how you are able to adopt uh, to different business types? Um, well, it's it's tough because you have to understand the business and what their goals are within their network, right? So, um, you know, each organization is different. Like I said, uh, so a university, their requirements are going to be much different than a hospital, right? Um, so it, it's like that with you know with any sort of comparison like that, in in my opinion, right? So if I'm if I'm working a full time job and doing content on the side, or if I'm handling two different customers um, from two different 
um, you know, domains. It, it's more about just getting to know what you're trying to do, getting to know the people that you're working with and what their biggest concerns are or what their use, uses of the network are. Um, and then like in my case for having, uh, you know, a full-time job and um, the content on the side, it's like, what are my goals for my full-time job and what do I need to do there? And then what are my goals and what are my priorities? What do I want to do with uh, the content creation side? So it's just understanding what you want and what the customers want. So what is possible with uh, cybersecurity? Um, wow, for, in a cybersecurity career, you can go anywhere. Um, there's many different um, you know, avenues and domains within cybersecurity itself. So um, you know, you can be on the network security side and, and, or just the security engineering side and building the tools for, you know, analysts and everybody to use. Uh, you could, uh, be a, a security analyst where you're in a SOC and, uh, you know, detecting and responding to threats. Uh, you could be a malware engineer, um, or reverse engineer, um, or analyst and, um, you know, that's where you're breaking down the different pieces of malware and trying to understand how they work and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, there's policy, uh, there's people in cybersecurity policy, there's, um, you know, positions um, in, in management, of course, and then the executive levels. Um, yeah, the field's just huge and it, it keeps on growing. <laughs> there's intelligence too, cyber intelligence, so. Uh, what you don't understand about cybersecurity? Um, probably everything that I just named. Um, <laughs> so no, um, I, I, I would put myself, um, I, I'm, you know, more in the security engineering field um, and I, I dabble a little bit with the, uh, the threat intelligence and, um, you know, analysis and response and stuff like that, um, threat hunting. Um, but for a lot of those, I would say I only understand, you know, the beginner level of, uh, you know, some of that stuff, right? Um, I still have a long way to go, a lot more detail to uh, really fully understand. And then a lot of the other domains, um, I, I know almost nothing about. Um, so, you know, offensive security, like pen testing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally weak there and I, I, I don't understand, you know, that very well. Uh, so. <laughs> so how do these uh, third party people will uh, find the loopholes in the management? Um, yeah, that's tough. Um, that's a lot in the on the pen testing in the offensive side, right? Um, uh, and it usually starts with a lot of recon or reconnaissance, um, and they'll you know try to figure out where they can um, exploit. They'll look for vulnerabilities or you know open insecure ports and stuff like that, right? Um, or maybe they'll use social engineering to to you know have a conversation like we're having, right? And uh, pull little bits of information uh, from you to see if we can log into your account using that or something like that, right? Um, so there's so many different avenues for them to to find an attack to be able to execute. Um, yeah, it's it, it's such a broad area. So there is so much data that is being generated in all the social uh, uh, networks and uh, in, uh, in YouTube channels and uh, in websites. Uh, compared to the last five years, there is a lot of data in data centers. So mm -hmm. professionals like you are going to help uh, normal people like us to uh, save our entire companies, our individual data. Um, that's the goal. Yes. Um, 
it, it, we work with companies all the time trying to you know secure the data at rest or secure the data in transit right um and you know almost everything that we do has the goal of increasing the security posture for that organization so yeah it, and it's becoming more and more important with attacks that are happening all the time and with just like you said the amount of information that we have um it's it's so important to secure our data so what is not safe in internet um <laughs> um i would say to start with um anything that uh doesn't have that little lock screen uh or the little lock symbol next to your web in your web browser um, I wouldn't recommend going there, especially uh, you know if you don't know the site. Um, but also keep in mind that that lock doesn't always mean that it's safe. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of different places in the internet that aren't secure, uh, to be honest with you. And um, what I'm happy about is that over the last two years, especially with um, you know people trusting technology more and um, you know having remote work and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of people are, or a lot of companies are actually trying to make uh, those experiences more secure. So they're increasing their, uh, the security on their VPNs and, uh, you know, on the, on the col collaboration, uh, you know, meeting space, right? Um, you know, people like Skype and Zoom and all them, they're securing their meetings uh, a little bit better than, you know, they were before, right? So uh, that makes me happy. Uh, but there's still a lot of places out there that, um, that are you know a little bit more insecure. So um, two-factor authentication, for example, right? There's a lot of places that still don't have two-factor authentication, you know, set up for logging into places um, or good password requirements. So I'd be I'd be wary of those places, especially. So as a cybersecurity professional, how you are able to understand the business requirements of the business owners who are not into technology? That's tough. Um, so uh, typically when I have my conversations, we're, we're, um, we do have some conversations with the non-technical, um, you know, people as part of the organization. Um, but usually they'll, they'll have a technical counter counterpart there. Um, so it makes the conversations a little bit easier. They're able to translate um, a little bit uh, for us. Um, but when we're talking about the, uh, the people with not, not a lot of technical experience, Understanding the requirements means asking more questions, but um, but translating the information that you're trying to convey into non-technical terms. Um, so, you know, back to our email example, right? When I was starting to ask about, um, you know, where they're getting attacked from or where they're worried about, um, you know, from an email perspective, um, you know, a, a CEO of an organization might just say, our emails are getting hacked. Can you help us fix it? Um, well, in that case, you know, I have to say, well, you know, do you have an idea? Do you have any reports um, of, you know, your, you know, email services, you know, being disrupted or anything like that? Um, or have you been, you know, breached before? Can you provide any information surrounding that so we can get a better idea? Um, but also besides that, um, asking them, well, you know, just basic questions. Is it incoming or outgoing email? Um, is there a, a specific, um, you know, thing within email that you're asking about or that you're worried about? So see, see if they can kind of have meet us in the middle with a conversation. Uh, you explore cyber attacks? Um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes my job um, it involves uh, analyzing logs or, you know, 
seeing alerts and then helping my customers, you know, investigate those as well. So where these threats are coming from? All over the place. Um, <laughs> uh, the, there's all, yeah, uh, if, if you um, have an opportunity to Google, uh, you know, cyber threat intelligence or cyber attacks, um, there's a lot of different vendors that have them, um, that have maps that show, you know, attacks going back and forth and stuff like that, um, or known attacks that have happened to customers or to organizations. And you could just look, they're all over the place, different countries, different, you know, um, organizations The it's yeah, everywhere. So what is your understanding about, uh, cybersecurity in, uh, cryptocurrency bitcoins um that's actually a, f a field that i'm not uh too knowledgeable at um i've i've kind of stayed away from the crypto space uh for since it's uh you know started so i don't have too much experience with that so uh do companies need uh, uh security for sure uh oh yeah Oh yeah, every company that has any sort of, well, any company period should have, um, you know, some sort of security, right? Um, and I think most companies nowadays use technology of some sort, right? So everybody has to be thinking about cybersecurity, um, you know, at some level, uh, whether it's just having antivirus on your computer, anti-malware and firewalls, or having a full network suite, um, you know, with a full security stack. Um, yeah, every company needs, um, to be focused on security, so. So, uh, which softwares or uh, which hardwares are uh, are most have been attacked? Um, it it depends. It's a, it's a flavor of the week type thing. Um, I hate to put it that way, but um, you know, some some attackers that they'll take advantage of uh, you know a specific threat, uh, for example, and then uh, some just kind of take what they can get, um, and so, you know, there, there's some breaches that might, you know, have been breached because of a point of sale device or something like that, right? Um, there's some breaches that may have occurred because a contractor left uh, their access open or, or had, you know, uh, a certain access, um, you know, level be breached or something like that. Um, so there's, it, it just varies. Um, there, there's not really a straight attack vector for um, specific fields or organizations. Uh, do companies feel insecure about their data? Um, I would say that a lot of the companies that I interact with, um, they definitely have security on their mind. Um, <laughs> they, they, they do. Um, I, I would hope that a comp any company that is not worried about their data being secure, um, I, I would hope that they have all their ducks in a row and they're ready to go for, um, for any sort of security incidents. Um, we'll just put it that way. <laughs> So, uh, what do you understand about, uh, uh, under, I mean, observing all the loopholes that you, uh, in your experience? Um, yeah, so in, in the networks, we're always going to have, uh, you know, loopholes for specific reasons and stuff like that, right? Um, it, it, what I've found is it's best to, you know, call them out and make them known, uh, you know, make customers aware of them. And... If they insist on keep, if you know those loopholes are needed or they're insisted to, you know, be present, right? Um, build up whatever security you can around that to help, uh, you know, protect protect the organization as much as possible. But also encourage them to try to get rid of the loopholes as well. 
So what is Cisco's uh, uh, contribution to IT? Um, well, Cisco is one of the leading IT vendors out there. Um, they, they started out in hardware, uh, so ra traditional routers and switches, um, but now we're, we're everywhere. Um, so we, we have a big place in uh, organizations infrastructure, um, the routers and switches and, and servers and everything like that. Um, and then we also have a lot of uh, a lot of products in the collaboration space. Um, so we have Cisco WebEx and um, and the call manager and stuff like that. Uh, we have a lot of security products as well. So Cisco is in the IT field. They're heavily entrenched there. Um, and uh, we we just yeah, we have a lot of products out there that um, that are present in the IT field. So communicating with human beings is easy or uh, putting walls uh, inside the machine is easy? Um, I would say putting putting walls inside the mission is easier. Uh, for me, communicating with people, it's a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so what you learned in this uh, four years of four plus years of experience? Um, gosh, I've learned so much. Um, I would say my technical skills have increased so so much um I, I can't even put a number on it right um and then besides that i've learned a lot of soft skills so i've had i've been forced into the situations where i've had to you know have conversations with the people more uh you know and and become more intimate with them um i've so you know from from that perspective i've learned so a lot of soft skills um and even though i'm still not comfortable with it you know talking uh, you know, in front of people, um, it's it's become a little bit better, right? <laughs> um, I've I've learned, uh, gosh, so many different things in IT, uh, from new security products to different protocols and everything like that. Um, and then I'm also a team leader uh, as well, so I've learned a lot of leadership skills and um, just a lot of things on the business side too. So, so as a ID professionals uh, are we able to give 100% uh, security to to the data it is there in uh, on this planet. Um, I would say that there probably is no such thing as 100% um, secure, but uh, we try our best, right? Um, if we can secure it more um, and it makes sense to secure it more, uh, then we definitely encourage that for sure. So who are doing this coming from uh, uh, unknown places? Um, can you repeat the question again? Uh, trying to enter into somebody's uh, uh, somebody's data without uh, uh, having any permission. Oh, I gotcha. Um, were, were you trying to say where were they coming from? Yeah. Um, everywhere. Um, it's many different countries, many different locations in the U.S. outside of the U.S. Um, yeah, it, it just it's random. It comes. Uh, maybe not random uh, but it, it it definitely comes from multiple places so so what uh, was what is that particular thing that uh, you got shocked when it comes to cyber security some attack or something um hmm. you know my most of, most of my job has been uh, reacting so um you know, m many of my customers uh, were just trying to improve the posture. We're not really responding um, to specific attacks. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll investigate things uh, here and there. Um, so I haven't really gotten to experience any any of the big named ones, right? 
Um, the most recent one is the log for log4j or logforge, however you want to pronounce it, that vulnerability. Um, uh, but you know, no, nobody, none of my customers uh, were exploited through that, so they didn't have. Um, they only had to patch their systems and make sure everything was good with it. Uh, besides that, though, I've just had some minor ones where, um, you know, we, we've noticed uh, on some customers where they they're trying to, um, you know, hit hit a certain host over a certain protocol and their firewalls already blocked it or um, or if we see some weird activity inside the network um, and uh, we noticed that, you know, a computer got infected with malware or advertised, uh, you know, malvertising uh, where, however you want to call it, right? The malicious advertisements. So. <laughs> so you understand the complete connectivity between uh, the, the physical and the mental thing called hardware and software? Um, I understand enough to get by, I'd say. Um, yeah, hard uh, dealing with the hardware and understanding the hardware um, is where I struggle with it from, uh, you know, going down to the kernel level or the um, the actual interacting with the, the kernel and everything like that. But um, but yeah, from a, a hardware and software perspective, I, I do understand, you know, both pieces. So who is your inspiration in cybersecurity? Um, wow, that's that's a good one. Um, there's a lot of different people that I look up to in the it, both in the cyber field. Um, and uh, you know, just IT in general. Um, I would say a lot of the original trainers that it, uh, I grew up, uh, you know, learning from. Um, so the original CDT nuggets and um, INE and uh, you know, plural site type authors and stuff like that. Um, those are all great. Um, I would say I don't really have one specific uh, person that I look up to, but I interact on InfoSec Twitter all the time, and there's so many great people on there that share a lot of information. Um, so I look up to so many people on there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just all, all of the social communities, um, I guess. I look up to all the people that share information on those, um, that are active in those and participating in those. You talk to uh, software developers and hardware uh, creators? Uh, sometimes, yes. Um, so I, I'm learning a little bit of the, in the dev space myself. I'm learning Python right now um, and uh, Ansible. But uh, yeah, I do get to interact with them a little bit uh, and have some of the conversations on um, you know, what, what features we'd like in certain products or, um, or you know, talking about a specific bug or a vulnerability and stuff like that. You tell them uh, what is making uh, things uh, bad. Um, I don't think I understand the code enough to be able to tell them that. <laughs> so, um, from my perspective, I just tell them, you know, which feature we're having a problem with, or, or from from like my point of view, um, you know, what what we see as the issue, uh, and then I, I I try to leave it up to them to tell me what parts of the code it is. <laughs> So can uh, uh, a non-technical uh, background person can able to uh, study cybersecurity and uh, get a job? Oh yeah, oh yes. Um, I fully believe that anybody can get a job in uh, the IT field if if you put your mind to it and um, you know you, you maybe get some mentoring or some guidance or coaching on um, you know a, a good path to take, right? Um, but I mean, I started out in the in the restaurant in supply field and then uh you know i'm in cybersecurity now and I, I i've heard of 
people and I know people that have zero experience that have start that have gone into cybersecurity um, or some that have experience in um, network engineering or or collaboration and come over to cybersecurity. So um, the paths are there. Um, I think anybody can uh, be a cybersecurity professional. You want to write a book on cybersecurity? Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> I, th I, I think I'd love to. Um, I just don't know. Uh, I, I have trouble with topics um, and um, time, of course, right? But uh, topics, really figuring out what, what I would want to write about. So. so you are creating content already. So what is it about? Um, a lot of my content um, is about specific tools or applications. Um, and then I have some courses just on basic cybersecurity knowledge. Um, so, uh, you know, my, some of the tools that I uh, present in my uh, courses are PFSense, Firewall, um, Splunk, um, the Elk stack uh, or the Elastic stack uh, for, for Sims and stuff like that. Um, let's see what else is there. Oh, Zeek, uh, that's another uh, popular one that I have. So, um, but yeah, besides those tools, though, it's, um, I do have a couple courses out in just general cybersecurity practices. So what are those qualities in you making you learn more about cybersecurity? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I just I, I, I feel like I can never stop learning uh, because the cybersecurity feels so huge. Um, and I'm always trying to figure out how something works or um, or, you know, if I'm implementing something or testing out a new feature, you know, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Uh, so, yeah, I'm. That, that's my motivation for always learning is I, I want to just know and understand it. So <laughs> you understand about uh, cybersecurity and space technology? Um, not very much, but um, that is a field that definitely interests me. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you think that uh, there is some data in other planet uh, which uh, which is completely secured and which we cannot connect and communicate and get the information. I love that question. Um, you, you're <laughs> you're making the nerd in me come out now. Um, <laughs> um, I would love to. I, I okay. So yes. Um, let me just say yes. Um, I I hope that life exists out, outside the planet, and I. I would love the fact that they had their stuff together and um, had completely secure data. <laughs> so we are giving this uh, data and data centers to the next generation uh, mm -hmm. with the help of you people, professionals. So uh, what is going to be uh, after 100 or 200 years uh, um, about security? Think, okay, yeah, no. Um, I think that we wouldn't even be able to imagine it um, just because I, with how our technology has been evolving um, in 100 or 200 years, um, I probably can't even imagine the types of attacks that um, we would see or the types of networks that we would have. Um, I think the attacks would be really complicated. Um, yeah, I, I think everything would just be really complicated for, for me to understand right now. <laughs> So for, for every positive, there will be negative. That is what you are saying. Um, I think so, yeah. Um, and then in 100 or 300 years, we'll, ha we'll probably have quantum computing all over the place, right? So, um, so yeah, just imagine the possibilities with something like that. What these big companies are making uh, uh, 
uh, making uh, their products more secure? Um, yeah, they're trying to, um, a lot of the companies are trying to, um, you know, make the consumer experiences more secure um, and their products, you know, at the same time. I think a lot of them are um, are focusing on things like, uh, you know, zero trust um, right now and, um, you know, two-factor authentication, you know, a adding in features to just make the experience better and, uh, you know, the applications more secure or the business is more secure. Um, but zero trust is the main, is, is a big one that I've been hearing a lot lately, so. So at last, uh, what do you say to the uh, 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 sub cyber security uh, people who are uh, who are beginners, intermediate level, and experts? Um, I would say keep on trying. Um, I appreciate everything you do. Um, keep on trying. Keep on learning, um, and just keep on staying hungry for understanding. You know why things are happening or or what's happening, um, and just yeah, keep it up. That's all. <laughs> so for a lot of people uh, uh, who are into cyber security, who are into training or who are into still in college, uh, they, they, their goal is to work in Cisco and uh, be like you, become professional, understand how things work uh, practically. So what do you say to them uh, who are watching um, and uh, listening to our conversation from anywhere on this planet? Um, I would say... Um, if you're not already labbing, um, lab as much as you can, practice, 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 um, explore, um, yeah, explore tools, explore applications, explore um, attacks if you're on the offensive side or defensive side, right? Um, and just, yeah, just, just explore and learn. Um, you know, try to find out why, how a network works. What, try to find out how the operating system works, right? If, uh, you know, wh whichever side of the fence you're on there. Um, and then try to think of not just one way to secure your information, but multiple ways to do the same thing. That way you have, um, you know, multiple vectors uh, or, you know, um, the ability to secure it in different ways, depending on what tools you're using or, or you know, something like that, so. So at last, uh, what do you say about my work? Have you seen any videos of mine on YouTube? Um, yeah, I, I've actually been watching uh, some of you know these, these types of interviews and stuff like that, and, and I love what you're doing. Uh, this is like such a cool idea. <laughs> and uh, what do you say about my questioning in this conversation? Um, I think it, I think it was great. Um, were you were you uh, doing it on the fly, or did you have it all pre-written out? <laughs> I didn't got you. Oh, oh, I said, uh, did you, were you doing it um, all just off the top of your head or did you have it written out? No, I, I, I'm, I'm from IT. I did master's in software engineering. I have graduation in computer science and engineering. So uh, I, I had conversations with a lot of CEOs, mm -hmm. CTOs, uh, engineers, professionals, experts like you, all that, uh, you know, uh, is, uh, saved, stored in this data center nice there we go <laughs> i like it um do you mind if i ask you a question because i didn't get to see um on your youtube channel what kind of software engineering are, are you doing currently uh, uh on on youtube channel um yeah are, are, you, are you working on any projects um relating to software engineering right now uh, i did masters in software engineering then uh, i i took training in uh, as a aws cloud 
uh, uh, solutions are tech position and also for cloud okay. engineer position. So I'm searching for work and and I am ready to work. Nice. Okay. So you know AWS too. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to understand the other fields like cybersecurity from people like you. Uh, learning, trying to understand other uh, uh, other fields in IT. That's Just, uh, awesome. the basic understanding. Okay, yeah, no, that's awesome. Keep on, keep on doing what you're doing. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I have your YouTube channel pulled up right now, and I've, I've been watching them all. Day. <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll share your uh, links in the description. People who find the video on YouTube can see uh, the work that you are doing, uh, and also you put content, cybersecurity content. They can learn mm -hmm. from you. Yep, sounds good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Joseph. Keep doing, uh, keep inspiring, and uh, keep learning and uh, uh, make things possible. Awesome. You too, Sai. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Can I put this video on my YouTube channel with your permission? Uh, yes, please. Yeah. And also on my podcast, website, internet, social media, everywhere with your permission? Uh, yes, you do. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good one, okay? Yeah.